Welcome to episode number 29 of the Micah Greens podcast and happy Halloween. In today's podcast, I am going to talk about something that people think might be spooky and that is taking your Micah Greens out of the blackout. Welcome to the Micah Greens podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious Micah Greens in your home. Each Micah Greens podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicagreens.com. But in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. A big concern with a lot of my customers is when to take the microgreens out of the blackout. I realize that a lot of my content says wait 48 hours, but that doesn't necessarily mean to take them out of the blackout in 48 hours. That means wait 48 hours, and then check on them to see if they're ready to come out of the blackout. There are a lot of factors to come into play as to when a microgreen is ready to come out of the blackout. The 48 hours is just a checking point. Some of them obviously will be ready. Other ones just won't even be close. But we need to check on them on that 48 hours to see, one, if they're ready to come out of the blackout, two, how much moisture is left in the tray, and three, just to give you a time frame on when to check them next. It's difficult for beginners to decide when to take microgreens out of the blackout. They just have no experience to base their judgment on. So many end up second-guessing themselves. And since this is a podcast, it's audio only, I can't really show you what they look like. And truthfully, each microgreen variety looks a little bit different. So it's even harder to describe. What I'm trying to do on my new planning guides that every customer of the home microgreen store will have access to will have an actual picture of a tray of whatever variety of microgreen they're looking up, what it should look like when they're ready to come out of blackout. Once a beginner has the basics down on how to fill the tray, how to repair the tray, how to just wet the surface of the soil, it comes down to planting density and when to bring them out of the blackout and put them underneath the lights. Some people may have a question on when to harvest them, but that's something we'll cross down the path. For the seeding density, you can go to my seed calculator. I'm going to be updating that soon again, too. Remember, I'm just one person, so I've got a lot of hats to wear. But I will be updating that calculator to include more varieties and hopefully mm, dress it up a little bit. So we'll we'll deal with seed density again in another time. But we're going to be talking about the blackout period here, how long to leave them in. And again, it's not something where I can say in 48 hours, take them out and 72 hours, take them out because it really depends on the temperature, the moisture, the seeds, the genetic diversity, of the seeds. There's so many factors that I can't give you a set time. I realize everyone wants a recipe. They want to follow the directions like they're baking a cake and growing plants just isn't like that. There's just too much variations. So without actually showing you examples, the best way to describe it would be you're looking for those microgreens, those plants that look like they're trying to escape from out underneath that cover. This means if they're strong enough, they'll be lifting the weight up off the tray. If they're not strong enough, they'll be growing along the soil surface. And and when you lift the cover off, the plants will actually spring up a little bit as they were trying to lift that cover off. They were trying to push the cover up so that when the weight comes off them, they actually do spring up a little bit. Many times, different parts of the tray will be ready to go underneath the lights and other parts could actually be in the blackout a little bit longer. So again, this is sort of an experience-based thing. Do you put them back in the blackout or do you just deal with it and put them underneath the lights. 
I would say that if one has to air, whether they put them back into the blackout or whether they put them underneath the lights, is to put them underneath the lights earlier than later because you can only run into more problems later. They could overheat underneath there. They could actually start to mold. So sometimes it's better, if you're guessing, to remove the plants from the blackout earlier than later. The key to that is to visualize that. Remember what they look like, even if you have to take a picture and put it, keep it on your phone or your computer and see how they grow. If they don't grow so great after that, then the next time you'll know to leave them a little bit longer in the blackout. You also have to consider your schedule. What are you doing in the next day? If you're looking at these microgreens and you're just trying to decide whether to take them out of the blackout or put them underneath the lights, you have to think, well, what am I doing in the next 24 hours? Am I going to be home? Will I be able to check on them? Will I be visiting somebody? Will I be going camping? Will I be going hiking? Will, will I have the time? If you don't have the time, then it's better to put them underneath the lights. If you know you're going to be home and you can check on them, then put them back under the blackout, even if you check them in 12 hours. So as you can see, there's all kinds of variables that you have to consider on when to put these microgreens underneath the lights. One more factor would be what kind of microgreens are they? Are they brassicas? Are they tough? Are they sunflowers? Are they peas? Or are they um, microgreens that don't have quite as strong stems, say like amaranth or mustards? You have to consider that too on your judgment of whether to put them underneath the lights. Stronger microgreens obviously can withstand more weight and more stress. while other microgreens like amaranth and mustards are a little bit weaker. They're a little bit more susceptible. So this goes with beets too, a little bit more susceptible to moisture. So more factors that you have to stuff into your brain to compute an answer. When you're growing microgreens, you are a farmer. And this is the exact same things that goes through every farmer's mind. When do I plant? When's the rain coming? When do I harvest? Is there a frost coming? Growing microgreens isn't chemistry. There isn't a set reaction when a set time that things happen. There's just variations of time and conditions. So you have to be a little bit more flexible with your decision making. Many beginners also seem to fear failure. Don't fear failure. Failure is really how you learn. Generally, you don't learn anything by succeeding. You just haven't come across anything that's given you any issues. So you really haven't learned anything. If you grow microgreens long enough, you will fail. Don't worry about it. It happens. Again, it's farming. The sun will come up the next day. No one's going to be throwing rotting tomatoes at you. You'll, you'll be fine. Don't worry about failure. Just remember what you observed. Write down what you observed. And then keep that in your mind for the next time you plant that variety of microgreens. I guess what I'm trying to say is just don't fret about it. Make a decision and then live with it. If it works out, super. If it doesn't, just remember it so you can change it the next time. Also, if you're unsure, go to homemicrogreens.com, go to the header of the website, under Articles, there's a little drop-down box. You click that, and it goes to List of All Articles. That will take you to the article directory for Home Microgreens. Scroll down, and you'll see a table of contents. I have all the microgreen articles that I have written listed in this table of contents. Click on your variety or a variety close to the one you're growing in the same family. If you don't know that, just do an internet search and take a look at my how to grow articles. In those articles, I try to take pictures of how much seed I use, what the tray looks like before I put it into blackout, what it looks like as it comes out of blackout, what I think is the ideal uh, growth stage for these microgreens to come out of blackout, 
what they look like the first day under the lights. This is kind of important because there should be a large change from this matted mess of yellow-brown plants to green plants after that first day. If they don't green up and stand up, then they probably weren't ready to go underneath the blackout. So the next time you grow that variety, you're going to know to leave them in a little bit longer. But don't worry about the ones you're growing. They will recover. I spend a lot of time writing these articles and taking the photographs and processing the photographs to put on the website. Please use them as a reference. There are so many websites out there that just regurgitate what I call the dogma. They just regurgitate the same thing over and over again. They just say like, well, you just throw the seeds on, you put them in the blackout, you wait you know, a certain amount of time and you put them underneath the lights and they grow. They show you no pictures. They might show you a little bit of pictures of the seed and and maybe the plants as they're ready to grow. They're just looking for clicks. They just want you to go to the websites. I want you to go to my website too, but I want to give you the best content I can so that you can make decisions when you're growing the microgreens, or ideally, before you start growing the microgreens, you can see the whole process and what they should look like at each stage of growth. Now, don't take my times literally either. If I say they come out of the blackout in three days, well, it's going to be close to three days. If it's warmer, where you are than where I am, it might be two days. If it's colder, it might be four days. Just use the timestamps I give as a rough idea. Now, I will say there are some articles on my website that are a little outdated. I have found better methods, and I just haven't written the articles on those yet. The best way to stay updated is to download my free growing guide that will sign you up to my email list. And then when I put out new articles, you'll get an email, and you can make your choice then whether you want to go read that article or not. I always send out an email when I publish a new article or update an old one. So to take care of that stressful time of when to take microgreens out of the blackout, do a little bit of research first. Go to homemicrogreens.com, look up that variety or look up that family of microgreens and see what they should look like as they come out of blackout. I always post pictures of that. Even if the microgreen won't be ready for four or five days out of the blackout, always check them after 48 hours to see if there's any dry spots and whether you need to miss those seeds again. During this check, see if they have sprouted. You'll see little radicals come out of the seeds and into the soil if they have. By seeing the condition or the stage of growth of the seeds after 48 hours, you'll have a better idea when to check them again to see if they're ready to come out of the blackout. Most microgreens will be ready to come out of the blackout when their seed leaves, their cotyledons are pretty well developed, and you can see the plants making some effort to lift that weight up off of it. This usually means that the majority of plants will actually spring up a little bit when you lift that lid up off of them. Compare the plants and your trays to the pictures on homemicrogreens.com or on the planning guides that will be publishing soon. There will be a picture there of what the microgreen trays should look like when they're ready to come out of blackout and go underneath the lights. And again, if you want to know when those planning guides will be ready, just subscribe to homemicrogreens.com. The best way to do that is to go to the home page and click the button to download the free guide or go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash update. That'll take you to the same page. Enter your information and make sure that you do go to your email and confirm your email address. That's the only way you'll get the guide. That's the only way you'll be added to the update list. You have to confirm your email. And then you'll be all set to get updates when new articles are published, when articles are updated, and when there are major sales. And of course, when courses are published or when the planning guides will be ready for viewing. The guides will be free to customers at homemicrogreens.com or there will probably be a subscription service so that you can have these guides and download them at your leisure. 
So if you're still unsure about the visual clues, again, the best way is to go to homemakerings.com, look up those varieties and take a look at the pictures. Again, you can go to the directory of articles to look up how to grow your microgreens. And to get to there, go to homemicagreens.com forward slash directory. That will take you right to the listings. Then just use the table of contents to find your microgreens. I hope you found this podcast helpful. If you have any questions anytime about microgreens, just email me at todd at homemicagreens.com and I'll answer you as soon as I can. I'm usually pretty quick at responding. I'm here to help. I hope you all have a safe and fun Halloween evening. I know I'm going to be giving out bags of microgreens to the kiddos. No, just kidding. I wouldn't do that. That would probably be a sure way to get my place egged. And the last thing I want to do is more cleaning. I'll talk to you next week in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Micah Greens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicagreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.